Welcome back. Another brand new episode. Nothing important podcast. I'm in the motherfucking living room. Chilling on a rocking chair. Back and forth, my friend. Very therapeutic. Hopefully everybody is in a good state of mind, good state of being, good state of health. Focused on the right motherfucking things. I try to talk about that every episode. Paying attention to what is important rather than the things that are just like wastes of time. And uh, talking about that, this entire episode is probably going to be contradicting that statement. (laughs) You know, I draw inspiration from a lot of sources. And um, one of those in this physical reality, two-dimensional cell phone screen, I go on the internet and I look up current events and um, it interests me, man. The news of the world... Not really the news of the world. I said in the last episode, America is only 4% of the global population. So if there were a 1,000 people in existence, only 40 of them would be American. If there was 100 people in a room, only four of them would be American. Um, So the vast majority of human beings are not American. You know, relatively a small space, but... When you are in America, there's a microscope on the events that happen, and you guys could finish the rest of that sentence. You know, you're, you're logical adults. There's a microscope on the events that happen that are important in society, that make a difference in our life. No, speculation on celebrities. That's what's <laughs> that's what's important important in America. We got to focus on the stars. Everybody, keep your motherfucking eyes on the stars, right? When I was a kid, they taught us not to stare at the sun because it would blind you. Metaphor. You put it together. The sun is a star. You know, I try not to look at it too much, but when I'm on the Internet, I do see what's going on. It just feels like everybody's against each other. There's a lot of division. If that's not a fucking normal thing, right? Everybody's aware that Kanye West lost his mind the, the 20th time, came out and said something about the wrong group of people. And then Kyrie Irving came up and he was posting links to shit that he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But, um, you know, that happened. Um, And then there became these tensions now. It's always like racial tensions that distract America. And I feel like there's such remedies that can be applied if people focused on the right details. You know, everything could just fucking go away and, you you know, you get on with your goddamn life because you don't interact with it. It's, it's literally like, you know, it feels like a war when you go online and you see all this shit. It's a war that you're not participating in because you're not a celebrity. You're not a star, baby. <laughs> but we focus on this shit. You know, let the stars go to war. This is Star Wars. That's what the fuck is going on. This is Star Wars. You know. But it's not in technologically advanced spacecrafts, interplanetary travel. That's not what's happening. It's people on Twitter. It's people (laughs) on Instagram. It is people on their podcast, uh, on TV shows. Now everybody's angry at Dave Chappelle. Everybody's angry at Dave Chappelle because he came up there and he had the most poignant observation as it pertains to this situation. Which was, it was a great observation. He, he, you know, the most powerful thing he said it was uh, a group of black guys is a gang 
a group of Italian guys is a mob, a group of Jewish guys is a coincidence that no sh nobody should talk about. Hilarious. <clears throat> that is the air leaving my body, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hilarious fucking monologue that he did on SNL. Um, do I agree with it 100%? That I, I talked about it in the last episode. I think the hypocrisy that exists in this country is apparent, needs to be addressed, needs to be solved. Needs to be solved. I'm not a believer that more division and a race war between you know, you know, certain ethnicities versus another ethnicity is going to do anything. I don't believe that. You know, when I, when I was inspecting those statements, even though I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Dave Chappelle, I am a humongous fan of this individual. You know, I've watched him growing up. He, he has become, I don't know if it was on purpose, but just his life path has led him down to Americans and probably people abroad um, as somewhat of a a source of truth, a source of logic, a source of reason. And I think for the most part, he has been that consistently. I think as well, though, bias is such a powerful thing. And so where I hear him loud and clear, and I agree 100% that the hypocrisy in this country is always focused um, on sliding the black community and uplifting any other community. It seems like this country has more energy to give toward helping uh, or talking about even the problems that Ukrainians are going on with and don't care about black people in America. And that hurts. That hurts years and years of that abuse, that neglect when we're American. It hurts. Um, what I, I disagree with in his observation in his monologue and his perspective was the defense of Kanye West. I feel like that conflates an entire idealism that is like a religious belief, I guess, you know, black people believing that they're Hebrew descendants and um, the Jewish faith and all these other things, which I've talked about that as well. Seven, eight billion people on the planet. Most people are not fucking, <laughs> this doesn't relate to them. So what it really is, if you really break it down um, for people who are not religious or don't subscribe to those religious views, it really is like just an argument between individuals that is growing into an argument between communities. And I think that is dangerous. And so I like to, in my mind, just this is just my opinion, my perspective, how I look and how I break down information, regardless of who it's coming from, so that I don't get caught being biased in any situation. I always have listened to Dave Chappelle and love him. Um, I don't agree with the defense of a Kanye West. A defense of black people in America, yes. A defense of an individual billionaire who has betrayed his people countless times, I can't get on, on board with that one. You know, I can't get on board with that one. I feel like both sides need to understand, you know, that there's holes in either conversation and in those holes is an opportunity for discovery and education. And on the side of what happened when a guy named Kyrie Irving came out and um, posted a link, which was really just naively innocent. It was the wrong documentary. If he was trying to express a viewpoint, you have to be historically accurate. But he has had conversations about 
topics and express the naivety previously in his life. And this is kind of a similar situation. I don't think there was malice behind it. I think he was honest in intention. And it was the purpose behind it was positive. I don't think it was divisive. Um, but Kanye is a person who spews hate. So the hole that I see on the, the end of Jewish people is that it was like it became this kind of nipping in the bud mentality, which is a very serious and real trigger that there needs to be a conversation with. I thought Nick Cannon had the best conversation that I saw. I forgot the gentleman he was talking to, but it was a, it was a Jewish man. And um, they sat down and they had a conversation as two men, which is what needs to be happening. Individuals need to be speaking about this, especially if we're talking about the fact that this issue is really between celebrities. It's between people who have power and money individually and the greater communities at large on the ground level are not only affected negatively by these situations, but never get affected positively by any solutions or any type of olive branch extended between the two individuals who are beefing. And that's, that's, the, that's a real issue, is that we are watching stars go to war. But we need to get down to the, the real issue. The examples that get set in America once again, when Jewish people go and try to crucify a Kyrie Irving who made a silly mistake, is one that brings up a trigger of slavery. And that needs to be dealt with. To be very fair and for me not to be biased, even though I love a guy like Dave Chappelle, defense of a Kanye West, I think is completely incorrect because you are conflating his crazy ass with the rest, the entirety of the community. I think that is a burden that is too heavy to place on people who are innocent bystanders. You know, even the joke at the end when, you know, he did make that incredible observation, there is a perspective and a psychological um I would even say stereotype or prejudgment, a prejudice that people have where they could, on. oh, I got the do not disturb coming on, haha, <laughs> um, but where they could have a, you know, quick jump into analyzing a group of black men as a gang or a quick association with the group of Italian business people as the mob. And you can't even, um, insinuate anything negative about Jewish people. The context is not there for the community at large. And the issue I had, the hole that I see there, which is an opportunity to educate and kind of come into a more um, symbiotic relationship between the two communities, is that that statement kind of insinuates that in the context of what's going on, that Jewish people are gang or they're a criminal enterprise. I don't have access to information that would, <laughs> that would confirm or deny that. I just think what's happening is it's a war between stars. It's very, very wealthy, famous people who are on stages. It's not an average reality. It's not a realistic reality. It's not something that most people experience in their lives. And so I think... We have to be very careful on both sides what is said. And I think the objective here, the solution, is to come to uh, more conversation that would help educate either party. 
to understand, like from Dave Chappelle's perspective, they're calling him anti-Semite now. He's a comedian and he has a style of speaking in a way which can be offensive to the person who's the butt of the joke. I understand that, you know, that last statement could be construed as it's insinuating almost that Jewish people are gang or like they're like the mob. It's a criminal enterprise. And I don't think that was the correct expression. I think it was funny. It's funny. But I don't think it's the correct expression. Um, so I think the... Firstly, the context has to be analyzed on both ends and inspected. And we have to look at those little holes in what people are saying. And that is where the opportunity lies. If you didn't fucking get it already. Um, <laughs> very simple for me to see it, but you know, I, I think differently. But um, the second step needs to be a shift in perspective and understanding. And I think that's where the power lies in this is that most people are not adherent to these religious beliefs. Most people are not focused on these historical, uh, you know what I'm saying, recorded events or the lineage and all this other stuff. Once again, all that stuff is very important, but it's not a reality that is very heavy on the average individual's life. What's happening right now is there's beef going on on the stage. Star Wars. Celebrities beefing with each other, and that is now trickling down. You know what I'm saying? This is a motherfucking celebrity Reaganomics. It is trickling down to people who are not involved in the situation at all. You know? It almost creates a, uh, an impossible place for people who are not with a platform, who don't have fame, who don't have tons of money or power. It makes it almost unavoidable, unavoidable for them to get out of that tension. And I think that's unfair. It's unfortunate. It's unfair. I don't think that's for the people. I, I appreciate it, Dave Chappelle. I think he goes on a stage with an intention of speaking in defense of black people. I think that is honorable. Um, I don't think this is an issue of the black community. I think this is an issue of Kanye West being a fucking maniac. Being a fucking maniac and uh, the real issues that I would always focus on, I would always fucking focus on is the actions of one guy triggering another group, right? Kanye West is not the example that we need if we want to bring up beef with another community. That is a bad start because he's shitting on black people for fucking years, he has proven to betray anybody around him for the love of money, for financial mobility, to get up in that motherfucking ladder. That's not the real. So, you know, I look at a guy like Dave Chappelle, and I would have stood away from that one. I would have been in, in complete defense of Kyrie Irving. I would have talked about the hypocrisy. I wouldn't have conflated Kanye into that situation. I also would not have conflated gangs, the mob. And then the context of this conversation as it pertains to Jewish people in entertainment industry as a criminal enterprise. Um, once again, that is the perspective of somebody on the ground, you know? I'm sure if somebody got a friend out there, they would have a, a similar take on that. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> didn't I say I wasn't just going to do this? You see how this is, this is how America fucks your brain up too. 
America fucks your brain up because there are important things in this life. I could be talking about philosophical concepts. I could be talking about idealisms, things that would help and aid to free the mind of people who are entrenched in a lifestyle of bad habits. And the root of that is an emotional uh, static state of fear and anxiety. I could be talking about that shit, but I'm talking about motherfucking SNL. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I guess it's important, right? Very simple to me, but I'm just me, baby. That's why I get cocky. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like I could talk about anything, though. You know, that's just my my opinion. Um, I think it's just proof in the pudding. For anybody who's been a continual listening, you know what I'm saying? Haven't you, you, you see what it is? What else? What else is going on? Talking about Star Wars. We got a casualty in the motherfucking... In the field, bro. Jay Leno. I love Jay Leno, man. <laughs> Jay Leno got into some type of car accident, I guess, and he, he got burns on his face. And um, that's unfortunate, man. I was just watching one of his episodes. He has like he he posted on two different sites. I think there's like a paywall behind one of them. And then he does like the regular YouTube shit where he'll to pull up like a condensed clip. Um throw that on YouTube. And put up some fire content. It's shit that I'm into. It's shit that I'm into. I have a dick and I got balls. And what does that mean, ladies and gentlemen? I like to sit in the motherfucking driver's seat. I like to sit in the driver's seat because that gives the man the illusion that they're in charge while their woman is in the passenger seat or in the back seat with their feet on the fucking something that's not supposed to be on. Um, So I like cars. It's my way to escape and feel like I have some control in my life. And I like his show. I love his show. And, you know, <laughs> is that, what does Elon Musk say? The universe loves irony. I'm still waiting for Dogecoin to be the, the world currency. Or when we go to fucking Mars in 2099, then my Dogecoin could be worth more than, than eight cents. You know what I'm saying? Please? Crypto's crashing? No, I'm joking. Um, nobody invest. Nobody invest. Financial ruin is around the corner. It is going to be bad, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am a prophet. No. Um, Jay Leno, yeah, unfortunate. I don't know what happened. I didn't really get details on what exactly happened, but they were saying he got like badly burned either in a car accident or, you know what it is? He be fucking with these old ass whips. He fucks with these old ass whips that come with some old historical context. The last episode I was watching, it was like some 1920s um, Duesenberg four passenger whip, Duesenberg. It's like German guys. Um, he was talking about the story. This is ironic. This is ironic. Fucking hilarious. The episode, 1920 Duesenberg um, vehicle. He's given the historical context of this vehicle. And it's the last thing he posted. This is how much the universe loves irony. Listen to this one. The story he tells is about these German guys that make this car. And they're innovators. They have the creativity in their brain. They're very smart individuals. And they uh, put that thought into the, the third dimensional reality that we exist in. And they made some nice motherfucking cars. And what happens? They can't take that to market because they would, you know, they're Bob the Builder. They're Bob the Builder, you know. Um, they're not, you know, Larry the Marketer. <laughs> so they go and they do business with these other guys. I think one of them was Jewish. And those guys robbed them. Um, so I guess they're right. It's a conspiracy. No. Uh, but yeah, these two guys, 
They were brothers. They made a whip. They did business with the wrong individuals. The individuals pumped some stock, you know, applied for bankruptcy and, you know, ran away with the cash, this, that, and the third. Uh, it was a messy situation. And that was the last episode I saw, which is just crazy, man. I, I, I hope he's okay. I hope he recovers and he can come back to his show because it's great content. I didn't watch Jay Leno too much, um, his late night show. You know, this is how we, we don't get into motherfucking Star Wars. Let's get into all the motherfucking Star Wars. Star Wars, uh, in this context, is talking about Jay Leno. When he was on late night, he was like the king. He was the king. He had the crown on his motherfucking head. Everybody was watching his program. I'm not a guy that always gravitates toward the greatest numbers. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I don't have, I don't have to always be tuning into what is the hottest shit, Billboard Hot 100, you know, the, the top YouTube channels or the most watched, most views TV shows. That's not how I, I look for what I like. And I enjoy late night, but that wasn't my guy with late night. My guy with late night, who I really think is the GOAT with late night, Conan O'Brien. That was my guy. Conan O'Brien to me was the GOAT. Smart, funny, controlled the motherfucking room. Controlled the room. You'd be hard-pressed to find a bad episode of Conan. He, he came there with the work ethic, and he had that gift. He had that gift to interview, to get out the way when he needed to get out the way, and it would seem like he's this silly clown, but I think on a low, if you're really paying attention, if you were a fan of the individual, if you just watched him and studied his work, he was completely control, in control in every episode, and I think that's what made the program hilarious. Um, because that's how it has to be sometimes. Sometimes you got to be, what is that analogy I used? I'm in the driver's seat because I got dick and balls. And my girl might be in the back seat, but her feet are up. And I'm driving. I'm doing the work. And she chilling. Sometimes you got to be in the back seat, you know, making them think that they in control. Now it's Conan. I think he's, he's the GOAT, in my opinion. And he, talking about Star Wars again, he was beefing with Jay Leno. Him and Jay Leno had some beef because Jay did some, you know, irony once again. The last episode I saw Jay before... You know what I'm saying? He got, he, he, I don't know if it's going to be a life-changing star, scar on his face. I don't know if he's going to come out like, you know what I'm saying? Looking like he got, like, like, a, like a Thundercat. I don't know how bad the scar is on his face. <laughs> Looking like the firebender in, in the Avatar. I don't know how bad the scar is. But the last episode, he was talking about conning. And ironically, Jay did a little bit of con work against my guy, Conan. My guy. Conan was slotted to take his position. And, you know, Jay hit him with a little, little chess move, you know what I'm saying, behind closed doors. And that didn't work out. And Conan moved to Los Angeles. And I'm sorry to hear that because Los Angeles is horrible. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, he moved to Los Angeles, started working for TBS. That was a great show as well, though. But all that being said, even though I, I ride with Team Coco, um, <laughs> how do you think Conan feel right now? Conan O'Brien feel right now Jay's in the hospital. He he's gonna put out some shit, some nice shit. You know, I, I hope he recovers. But you know, probably popped open some nice wine tonight. You know, <laughs> probably popped open a nice bo bottle of wine. You know, um, I I hope Jay a speedy recovery because I want to see more cars that I can yet to afford, which I probably wouldn't buy some nineteen twenty shit. I wouldn't buy one of those old shits. You know what I'm saying? I like new cars. I like a new car, but I don't want it to be too new. 
you know, because I'm, I'm paranoid on either end of the spectrum. Like, I don't want to get into 1920 shit, which is going to be like the scene out of Casino where they just put a fucking car bomb in that bitch and the car has no technology to detect it. I also don't want, you know, the newest fucking model where somebody in, in, their, in their lair can just take control of my autonomous vehicle and fucking drive me into a, a tree. I like to drive my shit, but I like my shit to tell me a little bit of information. Like, is there a bomb in the motherfucking car, man? Um, <laughs> yeah. I hope Jerry recovers, man. Yes, sir. Um, Star Wars. Hilarious. Hilarious. Star Wars was good. I, I, watched, I watched Star Wars. That was pretty fucking good. They, they keep on making them. They keep on. You know what? I never watched Star Trek. Never watched Star Trek. And I'm I'm more of a I feel like Star Trek is for the science fiction guys. And Star Wars is for like the that's science fiction, but it's more like pop science fiction. I feel like Star Trek was more like, you know what I'm saying, virgins later into life. Um, but still, didn't fucking, you know. I mean, I lost my virginity young, but I like to think of myself as a as a sci-fi fan. I like more obscure shit. But that never got me. I just I didn't get it. I don't know. I think it was like the uniforms and shit like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> didn't like it. <clears throat> yeah, what else is going on, man? I was online. Um, like the fucking world's smartest kid was born or some shit like that. Some guy that got, he's a kid. I don't know if they're like Middle Eastern or whatever the fuck they are. Um, but he has the, the highest possible IQ score. Beating Albert Einstein and Stephen Hawking. And his parents are smiling in the... I, I assumed he was like Middle Eastern because his mother had a hijab on. Um, I think they're in the UK. I don't know exactly where they are. But um, if you want to look that shit up, he's an 11-year-old kid. His name is Youssef Shah. And they're in Leeds, UK. And he's 11 years old. And his life is over. He's going to be a slave. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, anybody who understands how centralized power works... It reminds me that, that when I read that headline, the headline was like, boy gets highest possible IQ score, beating Albert Einstein and Stephen Hawking. If you don't know who Albert Einstein is, he was, uh, you know, if you want to hear some positive news about the Jews, uh, go look up Albert Einstein. He didn't have any scandal. He was cool. Very smart guy. Um, if you want to hear uh, some, some stories that would elicit some sympathy, if you want a tearjerker, just go look at Stephen Hawking. That guy is a mess. <laughs> that guy is a mess. I have a lot of conspiracy theories around Stephen Hawking. I don't believe that he's not a vegetable. <laughs> I think they've been lying to us. I think he's a media puppet. I think they're just wheeling around a guy in a wheelchair and somebody's speaking in the mic behind a closed curtain. Uh, that's what I think is going on. And they're just feeding us bullshit. Oh, this is the smartest guy. And, it, you know, none of his, his muscles work, you know. Or he was, he's a genius. I don't know, right? I'm an idiot, so. Anyway, not the point of this. This kid, Yusuf, he's smarter than Albert Einstein and the cripple. He's smarter than the, the, the cool Jew, the Jew you don't have to be scared about, apparently. And he's smart, smarter than, um, you know, the world's smartest cripple, who's smarter than people who are able-bodied as well. And he's in Leeds, UK. When I read that shit, the immediate... It was like a fucking image popped in my brain. I just saw a military. I don't know what military just knocking on their door. and be like, give me your son, nigga. Your son is mine, bro. <laughs> we, 
We are not going to let this guy develop his own fucking thoughts. He's brilliant. We're going to indoctrinate him with the highest levels of propaganda. We got us a weapon, ladies and gentlemen. And um, so Yousef, man, I'm, I'm glad that you are brilliant. I hope your mind is put toward beautiful, uh, progressive, humanitarian. Um, no, it's not going to it's not going to happen like that. This guy's going to build the, the new weapon, the new weapon, the new weapon. You know, that's why everybody's fucking. It's all it's about, man. Weapons. It's all the fucking people care about. There's so much shit going on, man. And I'm part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. I'm infected. Not with COVID-19, ladies and gentlemen. No, I did not get vaccinated. Yes, I am still here. You know what I'm saying? I survived the rapture. Um, But, yeah, I'm still infected with that mentality to talk about stuff that's so, like... You know why I talk about, like, you know, shit? I call it Star Wars. You know, the shit that's going on between famous rich Jews and famous rich black people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit that don't touch us. But, um... Why I'm intrigued by it, I feel like I have such great perspectives to just analyze those holes and just, you know, hole in one, baby. Um, just my opinion. I'm also a cocky son of a bitch. Um, but Yousef, man, hopefully, hopefully this kid is uh, taken care of because uh, he's bright. He is bright. And I think people in power, um, they're smart, but they're not emotionally evolved. And they will exploit this child for technological advancements that will aid in, you know, I guess it's the UK here and and them centralizing their power, you know, giving this kid a lot of credit. He might just be book smart, is different levels of intelligence, but I think he's going to make a weapon. Kill Yusuf. No, don't kill Yusuf. Treat Yusuf nicely and let him figure out some fucking math problems, right? Um, (laughs) Man. I like how when it's like the smartest kid, the kid is always from like a nice family. I'm like, man, that's, you know, you got to believe in God for that one, right? You know, they don't just put like the smartest, some kid with an incredible IQ is never like born into the fucking hood. where he could potentially join a gang at an early age and start plotting on taking over the world. But he's like the smartest kid in the world. So it's not just going to be gang gang shit. He's actually going to be, you know. Conscientious with his behaviors. He's good. <laughs> you know? Did they check El Chapo's IQ? There's different forms of success, like different routes to success. I feel like there's the right time, right place thing. And then there is undeniable talent, undeniable, you know, God-given abilities. So you see like a guy like LeBron James, it's undeniable that he wouldn't have had money thrown at him. It would have just been stupid from the perspective, from an investor perspective. Anybody who's in that industry, sports related or, you know, athletic wear related would have been an idiot not to try to throw money at this kid because he was so gifted. Um, So there's that route to success. And then this kid, Yusuf, he's going to have a great life. I mean, I was just joking, being conspiratorial. I don't think he's going to be militarized to to create a bomb. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like these guys have like the streamlined path. And then there is, you know, right time, right place. I think, I don't know if El Chapo was like a drug dealing genius or he's just from (laughs) the land where that shit is abundant. Like the shit is, (laughs) it's that good cocaine. You know what I mean?
I think it's right time, right place, right attributes. Maybe not God-gifted abilities, but what people, what group of people better than the Mexicans? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what group of people better than the Mexicans to create the world's most powerful drug cartel? They're the hardest workers. Mexicans are also the most versatile human beings on the planet. They are some of the most exploited human beings on the planet. But if you're really thinking about a range of skill sets, you know when they say jack of all trades, master of none? That don't apply to Mexicans. I've seen Mexicans jack of all trades, master of many. Go into a Japanese restaurant. Go into an American restaurant. Go into a motherfucking McDonald's. Go into a, a Michelin star restaurant. There's Mexicans in there doing everything. They're doing the cleaning. They're doing the cooking. They're doing the serving. It's incredible. It's fucking incredible. They can do it all. They can do it all. Uh, and for that very reason, they're extremely exploited. Um, <laughs> so there's that. I think that's what El Chapo's, you can, those factors contribute to his success. You know, is the fact that he was in the right place. He was in the land abundant of that cocaine, the linias, the linias, you know what I'm saying? White lines going through my mind. -na 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 -na. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Break out the cardboard, start breakdancing. The crack epidemic is around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. Cocaina from the land where that shit is abundant, but also the fact that he was Mexican. So, you know, everybody he recruited to get down with the get down, everybody that was in the business, they already had those attributes. They was hard workers. You know what I'm saying? They don't mind working 19 hour days and then you add cocaine in that, them niggas probably didn't sleep. They probably didn't sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? God damn. God damn. I like to think as well, though, people who have herbs, plants, crops that are indigenous to where they're indigenous to, that they have a better uh, reaction to those things. So I think the tolerance for Mexicans to uh, do that Coca-Cola, Coca Coca-Cola, uh, they probably could do that shit. It's not going to affect, you know, somebody who doesn't have that plant indigenous to where they're from. You know what I'm saying? They probably could do a lot of that shit. This is getting racist. Um, <laughs> that's what I want to talk about, man. People worried about black people. People worried about motherfucking Jewish people. If Kanye would have came out there and started shitting on the Mexicans, what would have happened to him? Nothing. Nothing. Even though we should treat Mexicans very fucking well. We should treat Mexicans... Very, that's my proposal. With no historical context, I'm not adhering to a particular ideology or religious belief. I think the lost tribes of Israel are Mexican. Those are God's people. <laughs> These motherfuckers was building pyramids in South America. They was living in the fucking rainforest. You kidding me? They all the same people. They're Native Americans. That's what I'm trying. The point I'm trying to make. I know people are gonna be like, Mexico's not South America. And be like, I don't look at the fucking borders. I'm talking about the people. I'm talking about the people. That that genealogy. That that family tree. I think they the lost tribe. I think that's God's chosen chosen people. Which is gonna be rough because Mexicans treat me like shit. <laughs> yeah, everything positive I said about the Mexicans, they don't they don't like me. They don't like me. Um they don't like me when I'm alone. If I'm like walking alone, I get dirty looks by the Mexicans. 
if I'm with my family, my girl's black, you know what I'm saying? They look at me, they look at her, they look at the baby. My child is undeniably fucking gorgeous and it just hurts him. I'm just like, oh God, just like, what? what's the, the white man hates you. Why do you hate me? Um, see, there's Star Wars and then there's the real wars that are going on in the ground level between the majority of people. And both of them are stupid. Both of them can be absolved. They can be cured so easily with the correct lens. Just apply that lens, ladies and gentlemen, whoever's motherfucking listening. I don't care if you're 12 years old or if you're 12, turn this shit off. You know, I'm not trying to get sued. Um, if you are 80 years, old, 80 years old, we all on Instagram. Everybody understands an Instagram filter. Swipe that bitch. Put on a different lens. Look at shit differently. Don't need to be all this motherfucking beef. These issues can be solved so easily. That's at least how I see shit. You know, maybe that's my fucking God-given gift. Maybe that's what it is. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out, ladies and gentlemen, so I can become a celebrity um, like Kanye West and offend a group of people. And it mattered to the fucking planet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, can Can I get that money? Can I do that? Can I do that? Um, this is where I transition. My closer is just, I, I like to contradict every step I take, every part of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? As I transition topics, I like to contradict previous topics. So the first one, I was talking about the Star Wars, right? And then I contradicted that. Oh, excuse me. Let me get back to the very beginning. The first one was the intro where I was talking about um, focusing on positive things. And I contradicted that by talking about uh, Star Wars, you know, contradicted that by talking about these celebrities. And then I contradicted that um, by, uh, you know, talking about the people. And now I'm going to contradict all of that. You know what I'm saying? The humanitarian vibe. And I'm going to become Puerto Rican Hitler. That's what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about how Puerto Ricans are the master motherfucking race. I said it, ladies and gentlemen. I said it. It's going to be my fucking life purpose. I'm going to, after I get my Ancestry.com, which I'm putting once again way too much weight on that DNA test, I don't, I don't know what, what's going to come back. I think every part of my lineage is royalty. That's how arrogant and egotistical I am. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just going to say, like, my, look, my African ancestry is going to be Mali. It's going to be Mansa Musa was my great-grandfather. Doesn't make any sense. It was thousands of years ago. That's what I believe, though. You know what I'm saying? I think my Spaniard ancestry was Christopher Columbus. I am a fucking God. <laughs> no. But I, I do think somebody should go and check that out. I actually read some story about that, but it didn't get popular as much as I thought it should. You know, they were talking about genetic diversity gives the greatest odds for somebody to be, um, have the most favorable genetics in, in a sense of being well-rounded. Everything. Intellect, physicality, um, you know, life expectancy, general health, all those things, right? Psychic abilities, everything we could do, right? Um, <laughs> man, but um, yeah, we're, 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 and that's how I'm gonna close. That's how I'm gonna close. You know, this has been crazy enough, ladies and gentlemen. If you have been a continued listener to the Nothing Important podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor, go into my Instagram. Big shout out to motherfucking Instagram. I got my first. I'm going to consider this viral. I Google what, what a viral reel is. 
and they said like 7 million views. I was like, nah, nigga, I just, <laughs> I just started this shit four or five months ago. Four months ago? I don't know how long ago. I started my Instagram maybe four months ago. I started the podcast maybe five months ago. But I just started. So I think when you get 500,000 views and like almost 30,000 likes, to me that's viral. It was viral in my heart. And I appreciate that. Um, just to start, though, I'm laying the motherfucking foundation. Keep on fucking with your boy until next time.